So, we're at Peng's house, joined by two legends in Queensland. Might not be the same scene without you guys here. Peng, aka Paul Angus, and Tom Hay, aka Elevate Trail Building. And so, yeah, cheers for joining me, guys. Oh, thanks thanks for having us, hey. It's no been, problem at all. Nice to be back. Yeah, so I just wanted to just have some yarn, see what everyone's been up to. Me and Peng wrapped up the uh, Downhill series a couple of weeks ago. And Tom, hey, you're always just building trails all over the... Well, currently at New Zealand, but you're going to get back overseas pretty soon. Yeah, yeah. Just digging holes and filling them back in, basically. <laughs> That's what we do. <laughs> yeah. So what's your... So Tom, Elevate Chelburne, how long's... How long have you been doing it yourself, trail building? Trail building, probably. Professionally, probably, let's say. Uh, probably about 20 years, I think. 40, yeah. 40 now. And then who did you, because who did you start with? Uh, I was just kind of freelance for ages. I worked with um, Phil Saxena, who used to work do the uh, UCI forecross. Oh, yeah. A couple of wee jobs with him, like yeah. fought with him, and then uh bmx track in middlesbrough where we just got rocks thrown at us by the local kids so did you start build trail building while you were back in england yeah well, i always just did it as a hobby yeah i think yeah the reason i started doing it is because i live in york it's flat as pancake <laughs> yeah so, like, if you want if you wanted to ride somewhere you had to build jumps like, yeah like we it was an hour drive and none of us had a car so i was probably like 14 or 15 so we would just build jumps did you start like dirt jumping and then progress to the downhill stuff, or was uh, it? No, all, in, all at the same time, really. I think the first ride was probably a cross country ride out in Dolby Forest. Yeah, well, Dolby. Yeah, just a mate from school. I remember, got me into it, and then um, yeah, and then just street riding. That's what you do, street riding, and then yeah, the jumps kind of probably came pretty close to that. When did you um, did you know when you started mountain biking that there was like you could travel with it, or mm. when did you realize that you could go somewhere to like? Canada or New Zealand and no, I don't think so. Put nah. it with you. <laughs> no, when did that become? I probably thought Dolby Forest was like exotic location. <laughs> <laughs> the French Alps. No, I think I figured it out when we went to Leger on a week holiday with the lads. Yeah, with the lads. Gold Morzine. When was that? Yeah. What year was that? Uh, probably '99. I think it was right when we were like all about eighteen. Yeah. And we went there with that James Hughes. You probably know him from Britain. Yeah. yeah, he was our guide. We were like on a guided trip and we went for a week and I was just like, what the hell am I doing in England? <laughs> this is way better. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that winter we just all, well, half of us who were on the trip did a ski season and then we did the next summer. Yeah. And then just worked, went back home, worked in between. Because that was like way before I got into mountain biking. Was Europe kind of ahead of the time with the trails, would you say? Yeah. Back then? Just yeah. the lift access, wasn't it? Yeah. And so, like, yeah. When you rode the J on Mozzie and you're just blown away, hey, just the length. It was yeah. the, it was the first proper bike called as you could go on because I was I was the same same age as when I went I was about eighteen, and yeah there was like a couple of companies started doing like uh, trips where you could book accommodation and get like a lift pass sorted and it was yeah that was very early days but it was Leger Morzine was the place to go yeah because did you uh, when you went over Pang were you chasing the race scene to start or did you did you go on the holidays too to start with um I would I was I'd started racing by then but then. Yeah, the holiday was just somewhere to go and get some more riding in with mates, really. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we did that probably five years in a row. And it was a good place to go training for the races. Yeah. Yeah, yeah when you when you went there and came back, everything was pretty, like, well, you short and easy. And could, well, get on pump. well, you go there and you learn to ride at a million miles an hour, like on the Morzine trails. Then you yeah. go back to Interleithen, where everything's, like, you know... <laughs> Like super super tight and slow but you're trying to ride it at the same speed yeah <laughs> you just like crash your brains out yeah because you know how narrow the trees are there i think you could... yeah actually okay. i heard you talking about on um your podcast with potsy and george 
Yeah, it was mega tight. Yeah. Did you, um, were you racing at the time as well, Tom, when you started trail building? Yeah. So was that what brought you over to, that took you over there too? Uh, no, not really. I raced in the UK. We did like the Northern Series. Yeah. Which was... Um, and that was downhill racing yeah, as well? Yeah, downhill, yeah. Was that the NAMS? NAMS, yeah. Yeah, yeah you probably did some of those. Couple, yeah. Yeah, we did the NAMS, where was that, like, <clears throat> Pateley Bridge and yeah. Warncliffe, maybe? I don't know if Warncliffe, but... Yeah, yeah, and they were awesome. We used to race downhill heaps, and basically downhill and dirt jumping. Yeah. Didn't really trail ride. Um, well, trail riding wasn't a thing. It was no, XC well, riding. it was, yeah, yeah cross-country riding, yeah. Yeah, and then, cross-country ride, but yeah, no helmet. As soon as you started racing downhill, just cross-country ride. stopped pedaling uphill. Yeah, and um, yeah, the downhills we had a good good scene here, and we all our mates did it. And... Did you guys know each other before coming to New Zealand as well? Had your paths crossed? No, or was it only probably, when you came? probably, probably have. Had, yeah. yeah. Have you ever looked at old race sheets to see if there's anyone you recognise <laughs> yeah, from it? Payne's more big time than me. He was, he was Scottish national champion <laughs> and the clan. No, but I was just a grommy. I bet we did find some NAMS results. I bet. Yeah, probably. There've been a few crossovers there. Were you in pro class though? Um, I think I, I, think I would have been. No, I think I would just been like senior. I don't think I was even senior. I think I was still, still like under eighteen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Ju- juvenile. Oh, yeah. Still a young pup. Yeah, <laughs> I think I got. Yeah, I think I got second in my last race at Gisborne, and then uh, Gisborne. Retired. That's it. Yeah. Where was Gisborne? Um, was that like it was just like the real open one or something in the ferns? No. No, that's Pateley Bridge. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, it was in uh, forestry. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. probably like about two hours from where I lived. Yeah. In York and. Um, yeah, I think it was just a wet race. So, and what year? What year are we talking there? Probably like ninety-eight, ninety-nine. Oh, still. Yeah. Um, or maybe yeah. Yeah. No, it was two thousand is when I kind of started traveling. Yeah. I think. And then um, it was, yeah, it was nineteenth birthday is my first ski season, went overseas, and then didn't really come back yeah. too much in the summers. Yeah. So how was the trail building when you started? Again, to say like it was professional with mountain biking being quite young, was there much of a was it as much of a dark art as it is these days? Or uh, you... I don't I don't even know when it started being a job for people. Like not for me. It wasn't for me back then. Yeah. I remember they started building a trail centre at Dolby Forest. And I I was just like so into digging. I was just hit up the guy. I went out. I think when they were just digging and I asked them. And he was just like, who's this? Who's this idiot? Yeah. <laughs> I would have had no idea. I was like, I can build you some jumps. <laughs> some cool jumps with a shovel. Yeah, from what I remember about trail building, like for doing the races and then leaving, like it was the shop, the local shop. The guys yeah. would just go up to the hill and they would build a track for the race. And that was kind of how the tracks came about. It yeah. wasn't like anyone was up there getting paid yeah, to do it. We did some That's... pirate stuff, but it wasn't yeah. nothing that ever got used for a race. And then, yeah, our jumps were just, yeah, usually in, in town and we just did shovel yeah. a bunch of us with the shovels and no jobs yeah so, <laughs> basically just stacking stacking turf and it was that sprung and earth era hey when yeah that's what everyone was doing and then so then when you went to first overseas trip was to europe yeah and yep. then from there that opened your eyes and then where did, did that take you to was your next place america or canada uh, yeah leger morzine for probably three summers and then two winters oh then, so you stayed over there the whole time Oh, and I'd come back in between and yeah. work about six jobs to make enough cash. And then, yeah, we went to Canada, Whistler in 2004. Yeah. And then, yeah, with... Um, was the Whistler Bike Park open yeah, then? Yeah. <clears throat> when did that open, like, around about 2000? Yeah, before then. It was kind of... It was pretty well established. I think it was, like, the first or the second year of Garbanzo. Yeah. Which is the upper zone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember that was... Yeah. They'd opened it the year before. And I remember, yeah, they gave us, like, a sneak peek tour before we 
we were working I actually got a job on the trail crew so you're working for Whistler yeah that's so. yeah that's I kind of got into it but I'd done those few jobs with the Phil Saxena and um around the place and I'm sure some other stuff but I can't remember but mostly just volunteer just digging yeah for ourselves yeah and I bumped into uh it was pre-season after when the snow started to melt went down to the village jumps in Whistler yeah and then met up with this kid Alex Pro who was the bike park manager's son oh yeah Tom Pro I didn't know this at the time and then started riding down there with him and then we did a bit of digging and he just couldn't believe how good I was at digging. Talk about a foot in the door. <laughs> yeah, and then, and then he, yeah, he was. I think it was just. I literally was just digging. I think he was just amazed I took the leaves out of the dirt. <laughs> yeah, but no, what you you have to do that? Oh no, yeah, but no one, no one then was building dirt jumps in Canada. Yeah, it was all skinnies and just just skinnies and stuff. Yeah. I think there's a there's like a is it Rome was like one of the first videos I think I watched and there's a uh, I think it might be Darren. Beckle or maybe but anyway it's like a free ride and he's sat on this north shore skinny that he's like knocking up in the woods and it's like a aerial shot and like the terrain underneath looks like the loamiest like best stuff to ride they've <laughs> yeah, got like these big long skinnies hops. above it and i'm like yeah, <laughs> what yeah, a yeah, way yeah. so like yeah. good terrain yeah that's exactly how it was yeah no that, that's what did us a favor no one was building yeah right building not. jumps like yeah. dirt jumps anyway yeah i'm sure they were building big sanders and cheese wedges out in camloops but then, yeah. It, but, but they had A-line. They had A-line, they had a -line, yeah, yeah. But that was different. It was That was built by all like the, the snowboard park crew. Yeah, right. Like the, the trail crew then was basically the park crew in the winter. Mm. Just came over and... A-line, I don't know what it's like. I haven't been there for a while. But it was all cheese wedges, like step-down lips, wasn't it? Like a, it's mellow, yeah. Yeah, like a snowboard booter. But even like the step-down takeoff. Had you spent much time in Whistler? Uh, yeah, probably about three or four trips. Yeah. Mm. I was just looking, just be, being a bit of, you know, a bit of research for you while you guys are talking. It opened in the summer of 1999. Oh, did it? There you go. Um, but yeah, we, yeah, we, same thing. Like after we sort of did our, like our France trips, it was like it went Whistler was the place to go. Next step, like, yeah. yeah, it was like that's just what you heard about. So you had to go. Um, had a few friends that been, and we'd go like we'd go at the end of the race season as well. Once typically sort of tag it on to the end of like a World Cup trip or whatever for over in that way anyway. So yeah. that's usually what we're doing. Yeah, stay for a week or two. Because um, we're basically the... just ride dart march and, and daily. Yeah. yeah. Nothing else. Well, <laughs> we, like, well, <laughs> we, we left all the tech out. Eh? We'd ride garbage. Oh, like, we were just and, over yeah. it by then. We just wanted to ride jumps. Oh, yeah. like, <laughs> like, I guess you didn't have the whole else. jumps in Europe no, saying Nothing, much. Yeah. Oh, they were, yes, way above. Even now, I think the jumps in Europe, I'm sure some bike parts are good, but even Leger and Mosley, they're not great. Yeah, I think Chattel's getting um, getting there. They've got a pretty good crew with yeah, oh yeah, a few guys good. there. Yeah. Um, yeah was, but yeah, I don't know. But yeah, Canada was definitely way ahead of that. Oh, yeah, just, just it, and you can place. still see it on the videos now. Yeah. Have you been? To Whistler? Yeah. No, I've not made it to Whistler yet. It was on the, it was on the cards year? for the last couple of years, but obviously couldn't get over there. Mm. It'll happen at some point. I'm in no rush. Yeah. Not this year? No, not this sure? year. No. Oh, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> But I'm, not, I'm never in too much of a rush. There's plenty, plenty of time. Exactly. Yeah. yeah no, it's a pretty special place. Hey, it's awesome. It's kind of just a yes place. Yeah. yeah a bit like here, you know. Everything. Everyone's there to have fun, and well, it's a real season ass place. So everyone is there, just in a kind of low paying job, just running their bikes and skiing. So. I guess yeah, because that was like I was saying before this. I don't have many questions loaded up, but I was thinking because you spent how many seasons did you spend in Whistler in the end? Uh, I think five summers. Five summers, and then. And then you came to Queenstown after that? No, I was kind of, I did, a, oh, it was did back like, and forth. I think two solid years in Whistler and then back and forth. Yeah. 
in the summer, summer to summer, because I was running out of visas. Yeah. <laughs> or I ran out of visas. <laughs> well, the, well, the question I had to that was what made it, uh, like everyone kind of compares the two. The big, well, actually, something I want to get rid of is everyone calling Queenstown the whistler of the Southern Hemisphere. It's like my <laughs> biggest hate. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I want it, you know, it's, it is its own thing. But um, what made you end up, I guess you could have gone either way. Well, yeah, I, I probably couldn't with visas there. Oh, really? Not, not saying that it was because of visas. It was, um, yeah, I met Joe. Oh, yeah, the that, love. That was a big difference, the love. <laughs> love yeah. brought you here. Yeah, and then she got me a visa, so. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 she's obviously awesome and a big part. But yeah. We kind of hit it off and kind of formed a life here. But um, Whistler's awesome, but it's, Queenstown's more of a real city, not city, but town, isn't it? Do you think it's? It's not just the biking and skiing. There's heaps more to it. Yeah, and you're not, and in the winter you're not, um, you're not haven't got snow all around. So yeah, which is a good thing. You've and got a bad, and a bad thing. So everyone gets mm. after other stuff. Mm. I think that's a a little bit of a hidden secret is the riding in Queenstown is year round. The bike park obviously closes, but the riding you can still access mm. where the snow is above it is actually still. Yeah, well, at least you got at least you got the option. Yeah, yeah. Well, the riding's still really good as well. The riding in winter is almost like I don't know. Yeah. I don't want to say better than summer because. It's better than when it's, it's dusty. There's, yeah. yeah, there's a lot of things that are pretty boggy, but some of the conditions throughout winter are nicer than the middle of summer. Yeah, I think that's the Brit talking. It Maybe. Likes the mud. Yeah, cause it's, still, time... it's not too muddy in winter, though, I don't think. No, it's nice. Yeah, It's not too <laughs> slippy here either. Yeah. yeah. Compared to some places. Mm. But yeah, just that Queenstown, it's just a real good vibe. Hey, so many awesome people and so much going on. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's becoming less transient, I think. Maybe COVID helped with that in the last mm. couple of years, but... I think uh, it makes it quite hard living anywhere when it's so transient because you make good re- relationships and then they, you know, disappear. Yeah, that's Whereas, cool as well though because then you get a fr- you know, get a fresh influx of stoked people every year. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, and it helps when you go overseas. Yeah, yeah, and then you t- bump place. into um, yeah. people all over the world. So yeah. it's not, it's also not a bad thing, but it does make it hard to settle down yourself. I think when you're constantly having to find, yeah, if if you are if you do find it hard to um, have that people leaving all the time, it is quite tough in a transient town but I, yeah. I quite like it for that because I quite like meeting people it's going to be interesting what happens now the borders are, are opening because it's been like a real strong local crew for the past yeah. Um, yeah. few years and like even you already see it now everyone like advertising their rooms who are going overseas and yeah it's been some, weird some people are actually leave, you know, leaving to go and do the whistle thing or whatever yeah, so, yeah. So, or like even long term so. mm. it was quite nice like the last two years because you've like you've just you couldn't go anywhere so it was quite nice you didn't have to stress about having to travel and you knew everyone was going to be here for a couple of years and i think that kind of I don't know, laid a good a lot of people sort of probably laid roots down here yeah in the last few years and yeah it's made the community a lot stronger i think like yeah. you said people really staying for winter made them realize that, that maybe it's not as bad as they think no yeah, yeah. Like everyone says yeah and uh what i feel like i saw and you guys might see it differently because like i say you've you've been here a long time and being in the crew and I'm still I feel like still pretty new to to everything but I, I think I got maybe turned up at kind of a midpoint of getting it getting really busy so you had like the OG Queenstown guys and then a lot of new faces rolling into town then moving out and I found it yeah. I think for some people they found it quite hard and this last year with everyone being like the faces have become more familiar I've had a mm. lot of that old school crew coming back out of the the shadows a bit and like yeah. immersing well, back into the, the, new, yeah, I think you're the right, new scene yeah. it's the start of the season isn't it when you're like you haven't been in the bike park for a couple of weeks and then you're like, you're like who are these yeah. <laughs> people I don't know well yeah. that's what I used to hear every because we've got we've got like the end of the season party 
and we'd have like say so I feel like I've kind of came at a good crossroads where I got to meet quite a lot of the original crew and then I'm working at the bike park you get to meet everyone yeah, yeah, you know, so every new yeah. face so I get to know every face and I get to the party and I'd, I'd always have people like I don't know half the people here and then every year it would become <laughs> like I don't know three quarters of people yeah, there and yeah. then they'd turn and be like I don't know anyone here <laughs> whereas like in the last two years now it's you don't that's something I've not heard anymore because yeah, everyone has had you gotta keep, to, you've got to keep current there you've got to keep your social calendar <laughs> yeah <pretty stacked>. yeah, <laughs> yeah there's a lot of that to do right? yeah there is but um no, but yeah, I think it, I, that's what I know. I feel like there's a lot of it has brought yeah, that. But there's so many awesome group, different groups, and if you know one person from each group, then you kind of eventually know everyone from each one. And you yeah, pretty you can't really go to Atlas or the bike park without bumping into people. Yeah, you know, yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, so with the borders opening, you'll be because you've worked on the Crankworks circuit for a few years now, or how many years? I guess. Uh, I, d- I did a few. With uh, John Cowan, who Connor Cowan, old school freerider. Well, yeah, he's kind of retired now, but he was freeride, uh, new order sorter kind of poster boy back in. I don't know when his career would have started. Super early, in probably late 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 nineties. Yeah, and then I started working with him in two thousand five, on the slope style. Same thing. We then you do so you know dig me and this other guy Martin Astley who now runs Bike Park Wales. yeah, we were kind of came as a pair and just dug for him for, um, I think I did five years with him in the in the boneyard. Yeah. Yeah, Cashwitz, used to call it. I actually <laughs> heard about the boneyard because I was listening to a podcast with uh, Brendan Semnick the other day and your name actually came up uh, yeah. talking about boneyard and they, they elevate jumps and whistler as well. Yeah, well that, when Which, I got there, he was like 13 or 14 mm. and he was good friends with Alex Pro who... Oh. Met down the jumps. Yeah, because I was and, like, oh, yeah. I recognise that name. Yeah, he's just this little kid who's cross country racer, who could do cool, who could do three sixties, <laughs> and no foot cans and stuff. And then yeah, and then I, I remember watching him and him and Alex would always come to all the comps, and they would just ride. They were yeah, thirteen or fourteen, and they they wouldn't ride in the comp, but they'd ride afterwards. Yeah, and then everyone would be like, who are these kids just shredding? Afterwards. Yeah, better than and the then, people competing. Yeah, and then and then they both just got yeah better and better and better. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah, so you, we've gone back to uh, the crankwork stuff. So you, uh, where's next? Are you got heading because we've got Innsbruck, which will be the next crankwork store. Are you heading over there pretty soon for that stuff? No, because I guess because of COVID, yeah, a bit of a byproduct was that was of that was they had to get local crews in. So yeah, it was just maintenance the last two years, and it is again this year. Yeah, so they're just using the local day jump crew, which is makes sense because obviously it's way cheaper. Than yeah, getting an overseas crew in and um, yeah, no, that, that's cool because I was done Austria for a few, few years, so yeah, looking forward to somewhere new. So, so where you're up to? Yeah, Crankworks Cairns coming up. So oh, we can officially say it now. Well, <laughs> <laughs> he dropped the exclusive the other yeah. week. <laughs> yeah, Jimmy Ramsey. Yeah, talking, come here for talking you. Turkey for you. The newest news. Dropping bangers. Uh, so you're up to Cairns. How long is that going to be? So what build have you got on over there? You yeah. slope style course. Yeah, I think we're just doing the slope style. Well, it's yeah, a full build, but I think we're going to. We've also got Rotorua new courses to build there, so oh sick! Yeah, so it's going to be a tight schedule this year. So we got um, new speed and style. Oh, pretty much everything at Rotorua is getting rebuilt. Yeah, it's been the same for the past. Mm. Well, we tweaks and stuff on the slope style and, and everything really, but um, you can't really change too much without just moving stuff around. So yeah, it's a full. We're just going to kind of bowl it this year and make a make a fresh start. Bit of a rubbish question, but. It wouldn't be right if I didn't ask it. But how do you go about making a new 
slope cell track do you have like a plan like you know the site and before you go do you have a plan in mind like um, before you get there for say Rotorua you've been there a few times and Cairns have you been to Cairns and seen the location already or? yeah I went there uh, about two weeks ago yeah and um, yeah because they can send you all the pictures and the Google Earth info and stuff but you've got to be there and see it so yeah yeah I went there and it's a pretty cool site it's all it's basically where the bottom of the world champs course comes out yeah, I've never been to Cairns myself. But no, yeah. you're right, but you know when you kind of come out to the well, where the finished corral is, basically. Like Up on the right, yeah, there's a pretty good slope for. Um, that's where all the speed and style and slope style and everything's going to be. It's all it's half it's in a rainforest, so they're going to yeah. thin that out. Are you, do you go off? Do you like draw a few pictures or whatever beforehand? And yeah, or are you more just like? Do you just have it in your head? And no, nah, you've, you've got to kind of you've got to design. Um, because you don't just build it from the top to bottom, so you kind of need to design yeah. it, measure it all out, and then you need to mark it before you build. So yeah. you might start at the bottom and build up because just the way the hill the hill works or the access works. Yeah. So and usually like Innsbruck and Cairns, they need technical drawings and permissions and stuff, so you can't just oh, to get happy. turn up and go, oh, I'm going to build some cool jumps. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, because building jumps is still I guess like a bit of a dark art you know there's not like you can't go to college and learn how to do it no it's a combo I think of of, of measurements and like IP I guess and then yeah and then what do you mean by IP internet intellectual property I guess what you what you know yeah so at the start obviously everyone's making it up I think yeah no one's you know at the beginning everyone makes it up and then you take notes on what works and what doesn't and then and what what do you look for do you look for a jump where you need no brakes no pedals yeah, the whole course, and, and that's your sort of. Yeah, the whole course should be like pretty, pretty brainless ride, really. I think I know that maybe is going to change a wee bit because when me and yeah Kelly started building courses, we um, tried to simplify it. Yeah, so it was a kind of a time there where there was just like no full runs. Everyone was mm. just crashing, weren't they? And it was cool, but like yeah, it wasn't. It just gets frustrating when no one got to the bottom. Yeah. So we were like, right, we're going to build courses that. People can get to the bottom and do their banger tricks on. I think the first, well, we did that Tiva Slope style in town. Mm. But the first kind of gold level course we did was in Colorado um, and Winter Park, Free Ride Festival. Yeah, I don't, I don't know it, but yeah. Yeah, so it's a gold. I actually worked there before with John Cowan. It used to be a crankwork stop. And was that like, so that's like the gold stop, so that's what people can get points for to, wreck, to yeah. ride in the so slope all, So a lot of the top riders would go there to get points for the diamond yeah. crankworks tour. So it's still a pretty big event. You still get all the top guys, but yeah, the first one we did there, we we're like, right, we're just gonna make it so people get the banging runs down. Yeah. So we kind of simplify it, which, um, yeah, which is cool at the time. I think it's getting a bit dull. The recipe needs a bit changed now. Yeah, but how again, like finding that that perfect formula for a jump? Again, having you and Kelly is probably quite a good. Because yeah. you're quite short and Kelly's massive, <laughs> so again, surely his rolling speed is going to be a lot different to your rolling speed, and to find something where you can drop in, yeah. Or oh, I think it, yeah. Is there a yeah? There's a bit of a compromise with that kind of thing, yeah. But um, you find a happy medium. If he's yeah. coming up short and you're going too long, yeah. I think the key, perfect. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or yeah, vice yeah, versa. Well, Speciality, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, 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 it, was a, it was an awesome combo, yeah, with Kelly because obviously he did the wood and he knew. He'd ridden so many courses. Yeah. Like, he knew good ones and bad ones and just had... Yeah, like, he was super passionate about slope style and making it awesome, so... Yeah. That was pretty... Yeah, pretty cool doing it with him. Like, it'd be pretty handy to have him this year for Cairns. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah, definitely. Mm. But, uh, yeah, he always just said... 
like especially with Rota Rota Rua, he's like let's make this one just game changing yeah trying to make everyone doing double flips instead of single flips and 720s and stuff which I think we so, achieved yeah. yeah but yeah the, I would say the Pang too the, I think the beauty of our course is sometimes is they're so easy to ride yeah like, I'm not the greatest rider in the world not, if I can get down like confidently yeah then the top dudes can do like you know mm. their, their best tricks on them will that be your gauge like you guys could ride down them yeah. rubber easily yeah, yeah you just go and drop at the Oh, I don't top. know about easily. I reckon uh, there'd probably be a bit of soil in my pants. Yeah, at the, top. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah. the first drop is pretty scary. <laughs> Once you've got that, you're you're away. Yeah. <laughs> but that, yeah, when you're building, you're always looking at stuff and just envisioning it, and like how you ride it and how it's going to work. And I, we usually build. Well, I like to build, bulk everything out to like eighty percent. Yeah. And not shape anything until you've like, kind of, you actually have to, because then you've been around it for a couple of weeks and you just really vision visualize it. Yeah. And then with the measurements, so is that some, have you got, you don't have to share it, but have you got a, say there's like a 20 meter long double? Do you know how, have you kind of got it in yourself, like you know how big you want the lip and yeah, kind of yeah, already? Much. Yeah, we'll so. always go through after an event and measure and So you have notes. a bit of a formula. And, yeah, and then try and improve every time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think Tom's been a bit modest here in his riding ability. One of the cool things about what he does is he can ride all the tr all the courses, which I think speaks volumes and probably does help as well. To get to yeah, but I don't think I would ride them if I hadn't built them. I don't know if I'd be interested. I would. I think I'd turn up to Joyride and ride that. Yeah. If I hadn't built built it, just because you just know, it, you know. Yeah. Oh, and, you, oh, and, and it, you yeah. build them easy so you can ride them. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. That's exactly. It. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I was going to be the ask. Is like, yeah, how long can you? Is that going to be it until you stop riding them? Well, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> that's why I've been asking myself a wee bit too lately. Forty years old, so yeah, don't still know. going how pretty many good. More I do having them, but luckily, yeah, a couple of boys on the crew who are shredders. Jai still and, cans in you, don't you? Yeah, I think so. Or two this year. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see after that. <laughs> you just don't stop. Don't stop bucking that. Enjoy a mini dream stop. actually. The last couple of weeks, it's been fun. <laughs> yeah, since the rain came, mini dream's been mini, mini dream's been on. Everything's good when the rain comes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it changes. Every, it's like like riding two tracks around here, especially with mm. like the yeah. peak of summer with the big dust bowl we got to to now. It's like a totally different place to yeah. ride. It's been pretty epic lately. Yeah, I feel like this is the best I've ever been able to ride dust in my entire life this summer. Yeah, I actually got to grips with it. It's <laughs> quite funny. Grips after with fifteen it. years of living here. Yeah. yeah. Well, you finally got the V10. Maybe that's well. what, yeah, 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 finally, yeah, that's it. The dream bike. Dream bike, I know, I need one of those now. After <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that last down of the race, I think mine's going on your wall in the shop. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I should update the downhill bike and she's trying to persuade Pang, you should come too to the Masters World Champs. And so the most, you're probably not old enough. No, right? I'm still, yeah. still too young. How old do you have to be to be Masters? 35. 35, no. 30 plus as well, isn't it? 30 to 35. Uh, I looked the other day, I thought it was 35, but it's in Argentina. Yeah, oh, it looks good. good. Yeah. yeah. I've got, well, I've got a couple of years, but I think I might um, just have been stubborn. Oh, I guess for the masses, I'm thinking of the uh, local series. I don't think I'll, when I do have the opportunity to move to the next class, I think I'll try and stay, stay in there. Yeah, yeah. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I just feel like it's a bit more fun. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, like I said, we just wrapped up the um, the downhill. How did you, how did you think about it? So yeah, Peng, it's pretty happy. We had some pretty like massive grum numbers. I think it was pretty. I felt like we downhill is back in Queenstown. Mm. Yeah, like I think it took like a bit of a lull. Like with yeah. like a few people maybe just like 
getting it like or even just buying trail bikes or getting over it i don't know but i feel yeah. like a lot of people bought downhill bikes and uh, apart from tom hay <laughs> 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 no there's a few few um few of the ogs coming out the closet and buying you downhill bikes and getting involved in the races and loving it as well it's really it was awesome to see this year um but yeah, i just thought it'd be cool just to have a chat about the about the race series yeah just maybe just so people get a bit of an understanding of what goes into it and maybe where it's come from as well and um yeah absolutely yeah, you know what i mean because i think well yeah. it's like just races any like i think i don't even know where i'm going with what i'm saying but like <laughs> the races for me that's like part of the reason i'll i'll ride fast i think without knowing there'll be a race i don't think i'd ride i don't think i'll bother riding fast because mm. it's not yeah, and, the, and the training and the training everything yeah you need an event something to aim for don't yeah, you? yeah totally. and yet but riding fast for me is also like one of the best feelings that i'll get on a bike but without but the competitive edge to it yeah i do, yeah. do need the reason to do it <laughs> but yeah this year i think was uh like yeah one of the best in, in numbers we've seen for a few years again especially from the younger categories which is real cool i think we're going to see hopefully a lot of pretty fast riders coming out of queenstown because we haven't really had you know all the fastest kiwis i don't think anyone's actually come out of queenstown have they? they're all no, actually north no, island boys yeah, yeah. But it's got to, yeah so you guys have done an awesome job it's gonna be one of the better race series around probably i think it's casual but also like top level tracks well i think the price is right yeah yeah, and the price. Yeah, yeah, that's the, yeah. It doesn't need to be expensive to be good, does it? So, yeah, yeah. and the, and the that money, you know, it doesn't go to us; it goes to the mountain bike club as well. Which, how much did we end up raising this year for the club? Uh, about uh, just over eleven grand. Yeah, yeah. And that yeah. was including it. We, how much and how much prize money did they get at the last race as well? Gave out quite a bit. Um, it's a big, it's big race these days. And uh, well, you know, we did, we did put some money back in about. 1200 bucks yeah out of that, out of that purse that we, we made um yeah and we've got we've got a few more expenses now like with parent like parent you know that, that's, that, that's a couple of grand over the season and stuff like that but it's 100 percent worth it to mm. have to have her there she's amazing yeah i think you'll agree yeah absolutely I think she just turned up anyway i've never been into an event where a parent <laughs> isn't there yeah <laughs> she just shows up hey. yeah she's amazing when you yeah, look at the yeah. picture and run her tomorrow and she'll be up there and then she'll be at one in dunedin tomorrow <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 no, she's you know brought a professional and good energy to the to the series and kind of makes me relax a bit more knowing she's there probably oh well absolutely yeah so <laughs> we sort of used to wing it the first few well yeah i guess the first several years actually yeah we just ran it with our fingers crossed for <laughs> for a bit i know <laughs> but no, i'm all i'm first aid trained yeah exactly I'll give you cpr it all works out <laughs> but i i guess the race series probably has originally started so before the mountain bike club you guys actually probably two mint people to talk about this what was it the, the league of gentlemen was the og queenstown yeah, yeah, yeah. it was yeah that was yeah seb camp who now lives in where is he he's in, he's in whistler whistler yeah yeah yeah, yeah he um good friend of ours he Started that League of Gentlemen series. It was two bucks every. Is it weekly? I think. No, it was just kind of random through yeah, the summer. It was random, about six yeah. through the summer, but yeah, it was awesome, low key. But back then, yeah, the scene was a bit smaller, so it was probably about 20, 20 or so people at each one. Mm. And yeah. The old sites of like a enduro before enduro was a thing. Yeah. And then. What was it? What? Just random. Just it mountain biking. Even, it's just ra- yeah, mountain biking. That's super easy. We'd call it as well down Skyline. Super easy. Yeah. Like a, 
fucking down. Like, like one you've organised before, you have like a downhill track and you have to pedal back up the road, down another bit. Yeah. yeah. That sort of thing. Yeah. They always finish it at bar as well. Yeah. And then it was all, yeah. and it was always just self-timed and yeah. the motto was cheaters cheat themselves. <laughs> yeah. So... Everybody won. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure Tim Chetch was pretty yeah, hard to Tim keep Chetch. the reins on, yeah, is he? I just did a trials comp with him yesterday and he was scoring me, so. Oh, was he? I <laughs> picked the wrong guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, but that was, like, that was the, I mean, it was a small scene and that kind of was the only kind of racing there was, really. Yeah, and what sort of events did you have at that? Because I think I've seen some videos and you used to finish at... Um, Revolver. Revolver, which was is now the strippers, isn't it? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure it wasn't yeah. strippers then either, eh? <laughs> <laughs> no. I'm sure you boys no. got naked in there a few times. No, I've definitely seen his son, Matty's, uh, Matty's uh, brother's penis in there. So <laughs> <laughs> was Rachel Atherton, didn't she? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that, was his, that was his move on Rachel Atherton. Was it? To get his penis out. So I guess it didn't pay off for him, then. No. <laughs> yeah, but th- yeah, there was like uh, slalom down on Frankton Beach. Oh, we do right, yeah. we do like an away legs. We go over an Alex and do a did one over there, didn't we? Oh yeah, we did that. And yeah, then, was... um, but lots yeah, lots of stuff up Skyline, like a rally race and seven mile. Yeah, really, really, really rally race. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, rally race. How did that work? So because that's kind of what enduros are now. You have yeah, stages and was liaisons enduro. in between. So I remember, buddy Joe Barnes beat his all on his downhill bike. Oh, <laughs> seven mile. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. So that was like, so what was that just stages? That was. And was Chris, was, did Chris Balls, was he ever here? Um, yeah, but af, after Catherine, that, yeah. Catherine so he stole there. your idea. Yes, yeah, 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 Chris Wall, yeah. you need to get a royalty off that guy. Yeah. Yeah. Someone with a notepad hanging out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Joe, I'm sure he knows yeah. Joe Barnes got because everyone was um, Chris Ball and MTB cut at the time. Oh no, that, no he, that wasn't. No, that, that was Joe and that was Cathro. Cathro was it? Yeah, Chris Ball was on Mojo. Mojo. Mojo Orange. Yeah. Well, Ben Cathro was on Mojo before MTB cut. Yeah. Or after. That's it. Hmm. We need to get. We need to get in on what well, you guys do. EWS owes you probably a bit of money, I reckon, for the royalties. For the... <laughs> yeah. Rally. Probably longer stages than seven mile. <laughs> um, sorry, well, so you had the rally, seven mile? Uh, yeah, yeah, there was like random pump track pump events. Track, yeah. and, um... Pump track at Gorge Road. And then, because yeah, we built that in like two days or something. <laughs> at the end. Told yeah. Nathan we were going to build a pump track and he's like, no one even knew what one was, did they? <laughs> like, how long is it going to take you? Well, I don't know, a day or two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And we, yeah, it was good. You've probably seen Gordero progress quite a bit over the last few years as well, going on a tangent. Yeah, when we first came, it was just that the right lines. Wasn't yeah, it? just the kids line down the road. Yeah. Pang was here before me, weren't you? you were mm. A couple of years. That was cool though, like because I don't know, it was fun sessions down there because anyone could ride it. You could ride on any bike. Yeah. See so people on the downhill bike and yeah. or whatever, just like yeah. Yeah, they were just small jumps and it was just fun yeah the wall ride was always there which is gone now yeah and they had like they had like a wooden spine remember yeah well, just to the side like that. yeah yeah and yeah. then yeah mcgazza was the local the celebrity hey when yeah. you come down and do some backflips and, yeah and brett through but yeah i used to first year i i moved here i lived in an apartment across the road from little, gorge in that little retail complex oh yeah and like a one oh, bed yeah. single yeah. bed and the room about the same size as a single bed yeah yeah we well, just ride there Every day, hey. Yeah, I remember seeing pictures of it on Not Bad. That, that yeah, well, that no, that was that was that was way after after the that was after the rebuild. Yeah, yeah, way. But um, and but I didn't know that was here because when I came to Queenstown, I had no, I didn't know what the riding scene was at all here. Oh, yeah, cool. what, what did you think? You didn't. So you didn't know. No, not really. No? I almost didn't even bring my bike. 
What? Yeah, because what, I didn't. I was coming traveling, and I was, like, the bike was going to be a bit inconvenient. Last trip, world bar every night. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was it. Yeah, yeah I was led on tour by myself. Jumping. And uh, uh, no, I, I just was. Uh, I talked to a friend, and they'd said about the riding here, but I was originally just going to come for a bit of travel. And I was, I think I was going to stay in Christchurch to start with, and then roll down to Queenstown. But I talked to a friend who was there, and he was pretty vague as well. I was like, "What's the riding like?" He's like, "Yeah, it's pretty good." I was like, "Should I bring my bike, or should I just get it sent over later?" And he's like, "Oh." Oh, maybe bring your bike. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> back, back then, I was, I think it was quality over quantity, like for the time. Mm. Like Gorge Road, even though it was only those lines, it was still like really, like probably you know the best jumps in New Zealand. Yeah, you know, they were only small. And then Dream Track, obviously like way ahead of its time. Mini Dream, same. Yeah, yeah. So like yeah, Nathan Lance and those guys who got all that built and and all logistics and stuff. Yeah, they're ahead of their time, hey. And oh, was, absolutely. Because I think, yeah, when I came from Whistler, where I kind of got back into trail riding there and came here, there was nothing really for trail riding. It was like Zoot Track and Fernhill Loop. Yeah, it's, it's like seven a couple mile. seven mile trails there. There's nothing. And that was yeah. it. Yeah. So it was like, well, you basically just brought a downhill bike and a hardtail when you came yeah. there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> didn't even bother with the. Yeah, because I didn't realize that that um, GF and Stevie Smith thing was filmed here. I didn't realize that. Um, uh, not bad was here. I didn't really yeah. read anything. I just saw like clips. That's, that's, when, pretty, that's cool though. Yeah, and when somebody told like... me that Gorge Road was that place from Not Bad, I was like, really? That's cool. I like to do that. I like to go somewhere and know not much about it. Yeah. I look at, don't look at any pictures. Or yeah, but I couldn't have landed on like a better place really. Yeah. <laughs> you might have I literally had no idea of what New Zealand was like. I just thought it was like this flat, like a big flat island full of sheep oh, like yeah. literally thought that's all it was <laughs> is that where you came yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah it's no gummies. idea I just tagged on to some of my mates um, holiday basically yeah <laughs> yeah I came with a came with a girl on a bit of an overseas trip but I for the riding as well a couple of yeah Ginge and uh, mate Paolo had come over year before from Whistler and then they came back just rotten yeah yeah and Foz I think um so back to the the downhill stuff. So it started with League of Gentlemen, which I guess eventually did that kind of did that turn into the club when you needed to ch- no, try. No, Seb moved away, and then he handed it over to Graham Cooper. Yeah, who not through Graham's choice, I don't think he did a good job. But Seb was like, "I want you to do this." Yeah, because he'd been helping out with it, and Graham, yeah. Graham was like, "Okay, did it." Yeah, and um, he did a good job, and then I think he moved on as well. Or, yeah, and then. Um, that was about the time probably Jimmy maybe took over the race. I ran a DHSS race down Old Southern Series. Yeah. And that realized that I should you? never organize a race again. Oh, did you? Very <laughs> close. Uh, Skyline. Right. I had like, oh, I was just completely overcommitted. I, ra- I, ra- <laughs> I, put, I had a, a secondhand part sale at the bottom of the Gondi. Yeah. Remember that? No. I was just because I think they did it in Whistler and I was like, you know, like the ski sales at the start? Yeah, they go. Do like a. Buy, sell, and swap thing at the bottom of the Gondi. Yeah, did you have like big grand Organize that, and then I was, and then the guy from that Jamie Greenway was yeah. like, "Oh, do you want to host a race too?" And I was like, "Yes, yeah, easy." <laughs> I'll do both of those, and then Fraser and James Clark absolutely bailed me out. They, yeah, they, um, yeah, I just kind of Fraser is the man. Do, if you need tried to do everything organized. myself, and yeah, they, I think they realised I was a bit of a sinking ship, and yeah. came in and helped me, and, <laughs> and never organised a race since. But that uh, was a good learning curve. The old stopwatch timing system, which you probably yeah, refined, yeah. I think, so, but I didn't. Well, and you have to see, because the, the downhill subcommittee formed in 2012. With, um, so Fraser was on the main committee at the yeah. time, and then it was Jimmy, this guy Corey Mullen, and um, John, Queensland Bike Taxis, John. Yeah. 
they formed the Daniel Subcommittee and then they started the race series in 2012. Yeah, I think I would have done the one before that. Before that. Right, because well, the bike park opened in 11. Okay. Uh, yeah, I think it was 11 there. I think they had like a trial maybe in 2010 or something. Yeah, yeah, <clears> yeah. yeah we're looking at because yeah, it was our 10th year last year. Yeah. I think that's one thing that a lot of people don't realize that the bike park wasn't always a bike park. It was there was trails up there, but you weren't allowed on a lift for mm. first. Probably, you were probably here for five years, weren't you? Mm, yep. Yeah. 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 I, I got here in like 2008, so it was a bit of a tease. It had all the all. Well, not all the trails, but there was probably five or six trails up there: World Cup and Vertigo and Hobbit and Anstruck and yeah. Well, you yeah, guys Anstruck. could probably tell tell me better than what I know with the with even with the Skyline starting up because originally you had to get your bikes on the freight deck, didn't you? Yeah, well, that's yeah. what we did. Did you you were at Vertigo when we were doing that? Yeah, as well. yeah, yeah, yeah. So you had we could we could do guided trips. And we could take five people plus us, us as yeah. the guide. Yeah, you could do like we could do three laps, two or three laps. And that was really, it. that's but exclusive. Yeah, you had yeah. to put the bikes on a tray, yeah. strop them, and then you'd wait on one of the lift guys to like put it on the... Yeah, but we were like last priority. There'd be like rotten fish would be like before us. The, oh, the bins, the bins was, would get yeah. before. Sorry, guys, the bins are here. You can't go out. <laughs> it was, it was oh, it's good to hear nothing yeah, changed. Sometimes you'd have to wait for like multiple laps of the cart to come down. And take yeah. It'd take like four hours to do two runs, which is... Yeah. That's a bit normal now as well, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah the boys need to pull their finger out of there, eh? Slacking down there. We'll, we'll call the boss your car. We'll get it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and the only track we could go down, um, Tim built Vertigo, which is Lazy Vertigo now. Yeah. Which is, I mean, until this year, it was still pretty similar to how it was when he built it. And then went down, there was a track sort of went down, a sort of like Grundy area. Original. And then it went down alongside where Rig- uh, oh, yeah. Vertigo is now. Under oh, Hakia, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, and then went down original from halfway, which is just like a. Just I think it was line. actually just like a. It wasn't even a track. Eh? It was like a walking track. Yeah, it was just a straight it's line. Like of, straight line. Break bumps. Yeah. Well, yeah. it was actually pretty cool because you used to be able to like double or triple, or if you dared try and quad oh, some of those bumps. Oh, there was some scary, yeah, some yeah, sketchy yeah, gaps to get wrong. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and there was like a that step down, step up, which Tim always loved to. He'd, t- he'd get the, the uh, customers to go down and watch him do it. <laughs> he's like, just you go yeah. the guys like, Just watch me. Barton. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Nah, it's cool. And the Huck of Doom. Me and Ginger always do the Huck of Doom on our trips. <laughs> yeah. You get the uh, the guest to hold the camcorder. Yeah, no, you wait till they went and then, <laughs> then you give it a go. And <laughs> I still like to pride myself on the only video guy to never have any injuries. <laughs> So, oh really? So once my own, I popped my shoulder out once on Skippers, and it went back in. But I had to get Mike to drive. Lots <laughs> of ride. But yeah, you should get Jin John for see ask him about his guiding. Oh yeah. Guiding. Oh, yeah. Trips. Yeah. Well, now that was awesome working with these guys and yeah, a couple of years guiding. Because how long were you at Vertigo for? You were, uh, so two. was Pang your boss at that? Were you? Did, no. When did you? Did you? Um, was Tim the original um, Vertigo owner, and then you've come yeah. in? Yeah. No, I mean, Tom was there. I was just like working with Tom. You were with Tom. I was, yeah. his, I was his boss. You were yeah, his yeah, boss. Yeah, he's watching you. <laughs> no. Twisting spanners. No, you were pretty much like, you were definitely the top dog, apart from Tim, but maybe, well, maybe more. I was more, maybe I was just more sort of helping run things a bit, but yeah. 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 Um, so 2012, the race series was born, I guess. It was, yeah. And, that's so, cause and it they, started off a bit different to what it is now because you were saying it was like around town originally. It was. It wasn't just up Skyline. They had like a five-round series, which was all... So they'd use Remarks Track, Win, Winyard. Um, Winyard Express. I think they always had two or three up Skyline, but then, yeah, but they just used some of the other tracks. They had the Winyard Worlds and stuff. Um, 
Coronet had some nationals, but I think that was done. Coronet was open for like a couple of years and then closed again. Yeah. Um, around two thousand, around then, wasn't it? Yeah. Because it was when I first two thousand eight, it was open. Yeah. And then I think it closed for a few years and then opened again pretty recently. Mm. Yeah, it's good up there now. Gee. Yeah. You've got a full time crew. Yeah. More keep, tracks. Keep that track together. But that track's been there for a, a long time, though, isn't it? Coronet. Pretty much well, almost months since I was first moved here. Yeah, yeah. I helped build the XC track, and then the down, I think the downhill track was already there. I think maybe, or was it the year? I think it was the XC track first, and the downhill track. So that's like, oh six. Yeah, that got put in. It's the tracks that have stood up to time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, people still love that one. Yeah, yeah. No, cool. <clears throat> still gets like a lot of edits. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, it's pretty dreamy, isn't it? Yeah. Do. That's the thing. Like, Cardona had a track week. even before I moved here as well. They had race yeah. nationals up there, sort of treble cone. Yeah, treble cone. Yeah. They also are. They're all kind of there, but it was just a bit early for it. It wasn't really the scene. Well, yeah. Just, the, um, just the yeah. getting up there was the was the mission. Was the national scene when you guys got here stronger than what it is now? Do you think, or do you think it's even? Uh, it's different. It's almost like I think how people say the UK is now as well. It's like the national scene was probably the reason I moved back to New Zealand it was yeah. so good it was yeah you get like a day's practice race day and then race day was always a Saturday there'd be a massive party whatever town you were in yeah. on Saturday night and then you would just like go to the next venue I guess the, it was just very very fun yeah like, and which I think now is don't know, it doesn't appeal to me as much because it's just like it's all a one day event yeah it's probably really serious like you know like you hear about the UK as well so yeah so what were you going to say um, yeah, but I guess the um, the downhill stuff, it has been, even though like Enduro's added a lot, I guess it maybe it's taken a few riders away from, like everyone had to race. It was either cross country or downhill, it was yeah. like the two mountain bike events you could compete yeah. in, because you hear of a lot, like you said, Brendan Semnick even started with cross country yeah. before cross, um, transferring over, and I think that was the same if you weren't... That's just what there was, yeah. Yeah, if you weren't one of them, whereas now Enduro's kind of bridged the gap and it's... Oh, there's so many things to do, and that's why everyone's yeah. spread out. Mm. Yeah. As well. and there was no trail centers then either so like if you wanted to ride new and good tracks you had to go to a race yeah as well. no, that was right yeah right. you need to get the and then yeah they'd almost build a track for a race yeah yeah, yeah. which I guess is something we've tried to incorporate is because obviously the bike park gets lapped out yeah. all the time and, and that, so we'll try and make something as or link a couple of tracks that you wouldn't necessarily ride normally yeah that last track you wouldn't even know it was in the bike park uh, mm. yeah. Yeah, yeah so I guess we um put together what had been used for crankworks but yeah that kind of, kind of came about from just a few kind of pirate trails which we've cl- closed off in the past yeah so you can't ride them and now yeah, yeah, it's cool. <laughs> now we have and then close them again for the next time yeah it was an awesome track eh? it felt like a proper like a world cup or something because the track changed so much in the practice mm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah like i so say we yeah we give it a good grubbing up and yeah made it pretty yeah i guess yeah just made it feel fresh not not so much bike park which yeah. I think is key. Maybe that's like the one, I don't know, because me and you, we sort of run the races like we want to race and I think we yeah. don't have a financial incentive in it. So we just want to make it them as, make, you want to make the tracks as good as possible and the kind of, I want to make the event as good as possible. Yeah. But when you're just keeping it fun, it maybe makes quite a difference to mm. the outcome, I think. Yeah, absolutely. Like yeah. Quite a good little combo, I think. Yeah, so, yeah even just just always want to make the best tracks possible i never yeah, even yeah. like the i guess we've been doing it i don't know from day one i guess the financial incentives never even occurs to me even what we make for the club i don't think i've even asked you until <laughs> now like, i don't yeah, even yeah. care like no, i'd quite happily give it away for free if it wasn't for a fact it makes a lot of like it does make like a good amount for the club i guess which is 
in the last few years like well forever i guess made like the uh the network around here just grow and grow yeah, and grow and awesome. it definitely goes to a good place and it gets used yeah well everyone who goes to the races rides so it's in their interest yeah it's cool yeah it would have been we've raised over 50 grand in the last um since we started doing them in 2017 yeah, yeah. we've yeah. had um you actually told me that well i've seen a bit but you've put a lot of stats together from 2012 which <laughs> which is pretty funny well um we've had quite uh, a few big names rising yeah yeah and then we've also had like yeah who's like some of the who have we had we had brendan fairclock well we've had like eddie and bernie kerr yeah um uh, we've had the hannahs mick and tracy have raced ellie jackson's done he'd done a few phil atwell yeah the gallagher alex feel Obviously, you know, George Brannigan does a few, does a few when, he get, when he's got time. Yeah, which is um, quite... I, well, yeah, I cool. tried to... Because um, you, you... Did you ever... Tom, did you ever try and race a World Cup as well? No, no I would have... There was a goal, but I just was never... Because you, you did race it. Yeah, yeah, I kind of stopped racing and I was probably never fast enough. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's why I want to do the Masters World Champs because you don't have to qualify. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you did race World Cups, didn't you, Fagan? Yeah. yeah, I was trying to race World Cups. Um, I can't remember the year now, but yeah, when I was like... Because I had to apply for a jersey because we don't get points, but I was trying to like justify why I deserved a jersey. Yeah. And yeah, trying to like say like, look, who we've got uh, like because it's such a small local series. But I was like, oh. look, we've got like Phil Atwell racing, we've got Bernicker and Eddie, and yeah. he's like, oh, yeah. like Alex Bale at this one. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we've got all these like top World Cup races, which are like we've got on the podium. Like our podium it's, actually has some po- like World Cup podium yeah, guys yeah. on. It. Did it work? No. <laughs> yeah, Didn't care. Did you try qualify for one? Ever? Did you ever go to one? Uh, no, because I couldn't. Uh, I, I just couldn't afford to get overseas and get to a race that would give me points. Get your points, yeah, because you had to get points in the UK. Uh, not only that, I was looking. I think if you, the best way to do it, if you want points, is to try and find a smaller, a country somewhere in Europe, I guess, which doesn't have a huge national <laughs> yeah. race scene. Yeah. And then jump onto that and then get those points. But one, I'm not very switched on when it comes to that stuff, and two, um. Uh, yeah, you just couldn't really afford to plan too much of a big trip around because by the time I decided I wanted to do, I was already living over here. Yeah, well, and and then so getting over there is obviously quite expensive. Yeah, and I was still working over here, so I had work commitments. So trying to get there and back in a reasonable amount of time, yeah, you could only what, do so much. That's what me and my mates we did. We kind of travelled instead of raced, and then we had mates who raced and trying to get points and stuff, and then they just could never afford to travel. Yeah, because they're racing, so it's mm. kind of a, one or the other. But, but yeah. It's not like there's not really. It's a shame. It's always that that thing would have been cool, but yeah, we've got it pretty good. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Always the masters. <laughs> yeah. Well. Yeah. Thirty-five. I'll we'll put it on the list of things to do. <laughs> yeah. I thought I thought some like the when I went down this rabbit hole of looking at old results and things. It's like uh, in two thousand. When was it? So. So yeah, in 2018, so from probably like 20. Well, we started in 2017 the series, um, and I look back at some of the old series results from before we did it. But in the under there was basically no juniors, so there was like in under nine there was an under 19 category and there was nothing else. Yeah. And there was five or six in that, and that was until like 2019. And then in the biggest category now is probably like under thirteens. Well, yeah, and then in what was it? yeah, so there was hardly any, and then when was it? Um, 
the first yeah we start to see a lot of groms is 2019 when we had 18 groms so and that was from that's like under 17 and under we had 18 and there's two in the under 13s in 2019 um and then 20 so 2021 was like attack of the groms basically oh, yeah. Yeah. so it's only a couple of years ago but it feels longer than that but that for remember that first round we had yep uh, it was that it was a, thingy jig just single um, track yeah we had 52 under 17s 52 remember, that, they made up 50 percent of the field that was the biggest race tournament we've ever we've had we'd ever had up till then it was 110 riders and 52 were under 17 yeah i think you, <laughs> you, yeah you guys and kind of what emerson and the club's youth thing have done is just like kind of yeah blown up Romy's getting into it now it's amazing like like even you know go a winyard or at oh, the bike park they're just too. everywhere and they're all ripping yeah it's amazing yeah yeah well, dream track yeah. yeah how young are they getting now like 10 years old yeah. hitting when we, dream. When we yeah first got here there's about five people in town who ride dream track and if you went up there it was like invite the town whoever everyone go and watch, <laughs> watch yeah. Yeah. and ask ask about four thousand questions i'll be like ringing pang i'm like so the third jump <laughs> what do you do again it's like you break a bit pedal a bit <laughs> yeah oh, drag yeah, break it's a different story now and you got mcgaza fest there's a hundred people in the train yeah, yeah. Wow. i hate jumps where you've got to break into them it was a bit like that i hate that yeah but i like jumps so you just got to go as fast as you can and then you still come up a bit short yeah, rather than a jump where you got to break yeah. and then you still overshoot it I hate <laughs> overshooting jumps it's the worst oh, it's really yeah. difficult to judge your speed isn't it you just yeah. never know especially when you start nosing it in and you watch the, the <laughs> knuckle of the landing disappear and your legs start to straighten out the yeah, nose goes down when, you, when you're breaking you're on the defensives as well so you're not riding properly yeah yeah not like attacking uh, yeah yeah. but um, yeah it was funny back yeah different story now but yeah. the problem is yeah I think what Emerson does with the airbag and hmm. those mulch sessions and stuff yeah so, well like yeah you when did you uh, uh, update the dream track that was like 2016 was it and that's uh, yeah. kind of when it changed and it did become a lot well, that's got, when you saw the numbers really turning up yeah to it. it was a bit of a big group effort i think yeah led by emerson and connor yeah um where they just lined up that veolia sponsored the digger at 14 and a half that gets used for for a few things and um yeah that was just up there for christmas holidays i think 2015 16 and and um yeah i think i Rion and Shane Mitchell and stuff and Connor and Emmy would cleared all the broom and stuff up there because it was just all trees and broom and yeah and um, yeah and then I think I built the first drop and first two jumps and then they'd clear a bit more and they'd come in and do the shaping and stuff so it's yeah. like a team effort mm. but yeah it used to start at um, well the, the fifth jump step up yeah that was the start ramp the landing was basically where you used to start yeah and then it got extended Two jumps up, didn't it? Probably in like two thousand. There was some, there were some hidden jumps there, right beforehand. There's a couple of jumps that kind of grassed over, isn't there? Is yeah, there... well, they, they were there for a bit. Yeah, yeah. years the, ago. The left hip before the step up was there. That was like there from the beginning, but never got used. And then yeah. there was. Oh, there used to be that straight jump next to the the old first right hip as well. Yeah, but they were more just filming jumps. Yeah. Mm. And then there was a road gap that I think only you. That really technical road gap hey, that jumps off the step yeah. up that Pang did. Yeah, no one else fancied the pioneer. Yeah, Nath did it as well. Nath Greenwood and um, I think what was the did guy you give Nath Greenwood uh, Grant Allen? He did it as well. Yeah. yeah, but did you give him advice on what speed he needs to go into it, yeah. Greenwood? Uh, he might have done it first. Oh yeah, <laughs> wouldn't want to listen to. Uh, well, a man like <laughs> I've still got a photo of that. Actually, <laughs> I'm pretty sure like I had butted my stem on the landing. Like it's, it was quite. It was. It was quite. It was. It wasn't like a, a long 
gap, but it was quite high. Yeah. Like, so you were like, you and, sit, hip. and it was, and you had yeah. to turn off the lip as well. So I think like just because it was like more of a vertical drop than going out, that's your always harsher. Yeah. <laughs> you do like a big hug in the fight though, don't you? Uh, I mean, I don't. Hug wizard. Yeah, the hug wizard. Yeah, I don't know who that is. Is the hug wizard ever gonna? Uh, <laughs> you've got you got him in communications. You ever talked to the hug wizard uh, these he's days? Or? Back for sure. Um, he's better do. Yeah, we always do. Yeah, he's, you know, he's, he's like he wants to make an appearance again in Queenstown. Yeah. <laughs> just in talks. You know, obviously, he's been stuck in Hotland with COVID. So. Oh yeah, yeah. they've been hit hard there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Can't leave. Yeah, he's in now. lockdown still. <laughs> We're in uh, talks. Yeah, I think Dream Track, yeah, it's been gone through a few stages and I think it's going to go change again, hey, with mm-hmm. Emerson's keen on finishing that last jump and uh, yeah. the bottom, because, yeah, after we did that, rebuilt all the top, then Nathan rebuilt the bottom. Yeah. And then, yeah, so I think it's going to just keep a bottom. It just needs, all it needs is a T-bar. Yeah, need you just need a little uplift in there and then you're yeah. good to go. Well, if you did shuttle days on it, there's too many people now. Yeah. <laughs> you used to do it, didn't we you? used to so, shuttle it, yeah. 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 <laughs> um, you've built, uh, going back to Tom, do you uh, also have built quite a few Seminex lines? I think I'm talking to big ones. Most recently, I guess, was a Glendu one. Yeah. Is that you as well? Mid, yeah, Midpoint. That one. I yeah. Glendu, yeah. I think he just wanted to come over for a trip. Yeah. And then hit us up and said, Can you build us a few jumps? Yeah. But is that, was that the first one you'd done or have you done a few before that? Uh, for him. You do not help it, not bad. Yeah, a little bit, not bad. Yeah, um, that open loop with Brett Reader, and then oh, yeah. three jumps. Yeah, it was more shaping just on those jumps. Yeah, I think Morgs actually did the main machine work on them. And then because how does that come around when Brendan Semnick's asking you to start building? Uh, I guess it, how did that? I guess it just stems from yeah, back in the day when in Whistler, we yeah. ride with him a bit, and and then yeah, those rebel elevation jumps, we'd always just session them after. Yeah, well, in the evenings, him and Alex and. And uh, yeah, Did you like them? yeah, they were all, yeah, they were, yeah, they were awesome. Hey, because nice. built them for the that rebel elevation dare jump comp, which was yeah, like at the time pretty groundbreaking, and they just got left there. Yeah, I think the first year they were a bit spicy. They kind of were real steep, and but then yeah, the next year they were yeah, we just ride them all the time. Hey, so see, seeing him go from a grom to what he is now, like did that. And it, when and when he first asked you to start building lines for him, did you? Was it hard because I guess he'd gone from that young three sixty gram to now. Yeah. Um, seven oak. Was there a bit more pre- like? Well, there's always, yeah, there's always pressure. Like, with all more. that stuff, like in, in the crankwork stuff, there's a lot of pressure on getting it right. Yeah. If you get it wrong, it's not very fun. And even if, for him though, he, he seems like quite um, like a guy that knows what he wants. Or yeah. Does he bounce a lot of ideas off you? Or? No. He's, he comes no, to you with the plan. No, he didn't. No, not even. He just said, build as much jumps. <laughs> and yeah, with not much feedback. Yeah. And yeah, so kind of a bit of pressure to get it right. Yeah. And he doesn't give you any, he doesn't tell you what tricks he wants to try. Or... No. And that, if you had that in mind, you'd know. I'm sure, like every time you watch a video, yeah. I'm like, they must, he must do that and they must have a real big conversation. But no, I've never had that. Yeah. It's just like, I think yeah, I think for that Glenn D one, they just want, he just wanted to come for a trip and was like, that's a way of making it. Productive, yeah, yeah. So, I'd love to do one where you're like properly involved and you really had like an objective, yeah. Well, I think Brendan actually listens to this, so um, yeah, probably, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Probably on, yeah, uh, and on subscriber, yeah, <laughs> like, comment, subscribe. <laughs> but he, uh, the, that line at Glendu is going to be made into a, a black line there, yeah, you know, permanently. I eh? we just built a 
I guess probably a grade four dark blue jump line yeah. to the left of it. Mm-hmm. And um, that just opened what, last week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, sick. That's pretty fun. But yeah, so then, then the one next to it, that's going to be a black jump line, kind of follows that line. Yeah. It'll, they'll kind of get dumbed down a wee bit for trail bikes. But yeah. But yeah, it's pretty cool to be able to ride down there. And we're going to make it so you can, it's a pretty easy push up so you can just session it. So, so I think Wanaka needs something that you can session. Yeah, bigger jumps because rather than everyone driving over here, so yeah, no, it's nice yeah. to expand that. I think a question I I get asked a bit as well with um obviously like Kadrona and uh, Coronet opening up more. Like people always like think there's going to be competition between the bike parks, which I guess well I guess you kind of naturally would think that, but it's only all it's done is made everything a lot better. Because how many places can you have like mm-hmm. you know you drive it's an hour between. Skyline and Kadrona yeah. and then in between there you've got Coronet you know and it's yeah. it's awesome you know like obviously in Europe from like Port de Soleil you've got heaps of chairlifts Wishler the same you've got a number of chairlifts but it's like no it's pretty cool yeah have three, those, three lift acts and it only adds parks within an hour of each other mm. and they all are different yeah it's yeah. cool I do I think yeah Skyline is just so convenient being in town obviously it's got the trees yeah oh yeah it's got to be hard to beat but yeah everything's got like building trails in the open is kind of hard because to make keep variety mm. i know like everyone complains about you know flow trails getting built but if you're building in the open you kind of have to build to that style because otherwise they just blow up yeah you know like Corotown. oh you've got to go sustainable yeah, mm. yeah. i know it's not boring <laughs> but if you're in the trees you can go steep and yeah and rocky, oh but... i guess as well it's like Kadrona does a good job though of having some tech yeah Kadrona's really good Kadrona has got, got way rocks. better in the last three years Big time, yeah. yeah. I didn't go the, up this year. I should have gone up there. But. Yeah, no, it gets better every year. Like I've rode it quite a bit, and I think as I really enjoy the events that Spy puts on there. I think he does a, like a wicked job, and like the super fun. And each event's very different to the last as well. So they've got like the peaked pub. Um, they had the um, the I think it was like the four hour multi lapper there. They they always have the downhill, and I think they got an enduro there. They might actually have a few more, but yeah, there if there's like events that people should do as well. Mm. That in Queensland, they should definitely go to the cars. Yeah, they had a good series, didn't they? Have like Super Enduro, I really called it. Yeah, long distance ones. Which and the the tracks there are way different to what we got at Skyline. Way different to Coronet. So yeah, yeah they've got, they got good rocks, don't they? Which yeah. I think is good for the Alpine. Yeah, and they've they've got good elevation as well. It's not as steep as what. Um, it's probably as an in between a Coronet and. Whereas I think well at the bottom, not so much at the top. Yeah. But I think one of the, my favorite trails of track around the area is actually long black which is they don't use a whole lot but it's in the normally use it in the national okay and it's like one of the best like 45 seconds of track i think in the whole area it's so sick yeah yeah just don't want to crash up there eh? uh no <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah it's pretty sharp rocks or oh, if you do you need metal armor on yeah yeah chain mail with your race series would you ever go because you're doing them all up skyline at the moment would you do them around them around um spots it- the reason we do it is purely like because it's, you know we both work other jobs as well, so it's kind of like a because it's just something we do in our spare time. It's really just convenient to hold races up there, like yeah. like one just for permits and two for like people have got a season pass already, so there's no extra cost involved. Yeah, that stuff makes like sense. that. So I mean, I get it. it would be kind of cool, but I think that could be maybe like a separate thing someone else could potentially yeah. take on because yeah, there are other good tracks to use. But um, yeah, I just I just kind of it, it 
what it's we need. Kind of, to... It's kind of got to be easy to a certain no, extent no. to be oh, able to keep sense. people it's going. The, it's you know. a perfect place for Dan Yeah. No, all we need to do is add more weekends in the year, and then we're sweet. Well, there's that. Uh, as well. Yeah. <laughs> we need to take out more work days. That's work days. Yeah. 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 If we had <laughs> twice as many weekends yeah, in a the year, yeah. there would be plenty of time for more yeah. races. Yeah. But yeah, the schedule is pretty busy. Yeah. And that, originally, that's what the down the, the down Queenstown series was was different venues, but and then like different. They'd have different sponsors for each round and stuff like that. Yeah, but yeah, no, yeah, it's definitely like it's just logistics and time. So what it comes down to, yeah. you know, what it's like. Nah, it just, makes sense, and it's yeah. yeah. Everyone knows where it is, and yeah, that's gonna be good. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, for sure. Have you got any standout riders from this year that you standout riders from this year? Rider, rider of the year. Oh, easy. I think I've a, I've a Lewis no, Lead or Malik. Yeah, both the young guns, but in I think the last round especially. Um, so is Lewis? He's a twelve-year-old. Uh, is yeah, he eleven still? He's around about that, yeah. He's and he finished. Was it fifteenth? <laughs> out of the expert, uh, yeah. probably his overall. Yeah. He would have won the master. He would have won the master, masters Kager and he would have been like, did he win open men as well? Maybe. Uh, probably. Yeah, he was yeah. like, yeah, ridiculous. But you, you know how you get like, <laughs> when you're growing up, there's always like that freak of nature kid who was like a fully grown man at the age of 10 <laughs> Lewis is not that kid he's uh, yeah, still yeah. a kid yeah. and he is faster than yeah he's got a good pedigree I think though, isn't he? Uh, yeah he does a pretty ace motocross racer and yeah, yeah but he's yeah he's a standout rider at the end for sure has no. he got the most laps uh, he's got the second most laps this year oh, he's got yeah. 600 and something laps right. yeah hard to compete with sense, yeah. that's why I didn't yeah. want that he got there. <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I think um when I was riding at my best, it was, yeah, the, the amount of laps you do, like, ride time is key. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure, yeah. When and we were in Whistler, it was just every day. Yeah. Every day. I don't know how many laps, but just all day, every day. Yeah, and you just found that comfort. Because I, I said it earlier, I was like, yeah, I only want to ride fast when I'm racing. But I think when you're, when that is your goal and you're riding all the time, that speed just becomes so comfortable and you get so acclimatized yeah. to that that general pace. So yeah. when you do, like, just cranking out laps. And it wasn't even harder. I used to do, like, 16 laps Every time I'd go up Scotland, because there was one that wasn't that big a cues, but I just just didn't bother. Yeah, I just yeah. pin it down and back up for another. <laughs> and that's what Lewis is like at the moment. He's there. Always yeah. do like ten easy. What's what's your th- like when you're planning out or having a, you're thinking about the tracks for the series as well? Like, do you try and like start them like make them progressively harder or like is that kind of? Yeah, I think the key thing is like if you. If you could ride everything on the last track, you should be able to ride at least the easiest lines on the new track. And then if you, you know, once you rode, you know, yeah, if you if you miss a round, you you might find it quite hard to jump back in. But yeah, if you could ride the last round, you should be able to ride the next round. And then even still, the easy lines from the last round, you should still be able to ride the next. Like it might be a, a, a little bit of a step up yeah but it won't like the easier lines on the next round won't be as hard as the hardest lines on the last one if you get what i mean so yeah, yeah, yeah. but again if you're riding the the bike park regularly you should again over the course of a season i feel like the progression it's kind of a single black level there's nothing there's nothing crazy yeah you can do a single black seems like you can do yeah. most of the races there which is good because they get nice. like hit up so often like when they lead up to the races people asking what it's going to be and i think it I think no, I'm not. I'm not sure why it is, but people are quite nervous as to what it's going to be. The track is, yeah. You know? And um, and I know it does put some people off. Like you see the numbers dropping, like yeah, from, as we go along through the rounds. But I f- 
like do you feel it's important that we do have that progression obviously because there's no point just making them all easy yeah like no i think it's super important so a thing i think about a lot is again thinking of these guys the younger guys which we want to see go to world cup level and i think for me it's quite important also not to tell them the track beforehand yeah. Like they, 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 they will have rode it in the past, but then if they get a week's practice on a or two weeks practice because I've told them, and then they go to a World Cup and then they only get, not only at a World Cup do you get like limited practice, but the time is so short, and then you yeah. could the track riders, yeah, yeah, yeah. and it, it changes a heap. So again, for those guys, I think that's, I don't, I, I almost want to make it, the practice kind of a bit harder. But again, you guys said earlier if you wanted to go and ride a track when you were younger, you'd turn up. You just had to enter the race. You turned up. You didn't have a clue what you're riding until you got to the race yeah, venue. Yeah, and just then you dealt with it. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I kind of want the series to be a bit more like that as well. So it's like you're not, you don't know until you're at the race. Yeah. But you've just got to have confidence that you know I'm not gonna. There's gonna be. A, there's always gonna be a B line. And it's. It was like the last track. You. It wasn't hard to ride down it. Yeah. But probably if you took all the best lines. Mm. Yeah. Probably not super easy to ride it fast and we've we've gone back to the sunday race it used to be a saturday race schedule we've gone back to the sunday we've now we'll let you know at least on the saturday so you can you can ride the track yeah on and have a full practice day on a saturday and then it's official race practice sunday yeah i thought that worked quite well yeah so i think yeah for anyone that you know ever does get a bit nervous about um those races again i if it's nervous because you don't think you're going to do well on the track or well against your friends, I wouldn't. It's not, it's not the way to think. Like I've, I've had last place in plenty of races, not necessarily because I might have had a puncture or something, but still I've had a last place before, and it's not a good feeling. But somebody's got to come last. <laughs> you're, always, you're always just racing. Well, I'd you, rather you guys are at the top of the classes, but usually race. Everyone's kind of racing their mates. Yeah, which is a cool thing. A race within the race. Hey? Yeah, but yeah, definitely. That's been really good this year. Actually, is that uh, making an effort, like I made an effort to make it a, a have a series. Yeah, and that was a great. Even like from an, from my point of view, watching all the little personal battles going on between people, mm. and I think it made more people do more races because of that. Because they, yeah, they had rivalries going on, which was. Yeah, it was quite rewarding. I was really found yeah, that quite Jai, rewarding. Jai was super into it because he did. Yeah. That. he did real well, and he was like, yeah, he took it pretty seriously. I think yeah, it was, it was pretty, wicked. Like, it was pretty, so cool. Pretty uh, fired up about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think yeah, Ivani. Like when I first started racing, I was like, it was the SGA series was my first main full series I raced, and I think I was finishing. I think the first race was maybe fourteenth place or something. Yeah, uh, which was probably about mid pack, so it's quite big fields back in Scotland. But then. I can't remember where I finished up in the last race, but I remember the goal was just top 10. And to creep closer to that, every race was so like, rewarding. But again, it was... I didn't... I didn't care. Like, you obviously always want to win. Yeah. But... you be realistic. You're just, well, not even realistic. It's just racing's yeah. racing, you know. not Only one person can win. You're going to... Especially in like individual sports, you're going to lose more than what you win. So if you're scared of losing, then you may as well quit now because you're not going to win everything. Yeah. Or looking stupid. Yeah, doesn't matter here. I I guess it's seen as a bit more of a serious. It is sort of a serious race series. Yeah. But I think we also want to try and make it like quite inclusive and not scary for people to try it. Mm. I mean, it's a hard balance to find, isn't it? Yeah. Because like. Is that racing? Yeah, exactly. But um, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. There's been a lot more people this year I've seen that have done it for the first time or have come back into it, which has been really great to see. But. 
Yeah. Um, yeah, I just wanted to do that last one just for the social, really. I didn't really care. Well, that's, it, yeah, I mean, that, that's, that's, yeah. what we, that, I mean, that's what we want it to be like, you know? It's just like, and they are like that. They're very fun, aren't they? Like, at the end of the day, everyone's hanging out, talking about you know, making excuses of what happened in oh, the runs. And, I mean, it's like, excuses. it's so, it's they, great. They come, out, they come out before you've done your run. <laughs> <That's> yeah. <it. laughs> you sort of like, it's one of those sports you're like, you hate it at the time, but when it's over, it's like the best. And like, yeah. we're all talking about it at the end of the day. It's great. It feels really, it's really rewarding to have like completed your run and given it your best. Yeah. You know, but, I, even yeah. when I've won race, I don't think I've always been satisfied because there's always been something I've wanted it. to do a bit better or <laughs> yeah. somebody I've wanted to beat yeah, by a, slightly more. A true champion. And the worst, the worst part is you've got it all to lose. <laughs> when you're second or third, you've got it. You can fall from the top. Yeah. The only way is the only way is down from first place. It's it's good to be there, but. How do you feel about being an organizer and taking part as well? Uh, that, I find that quite. Difficult? I, I way would rather not be organising yeah. and racing. But <laughs> I, say that, I think I I think that with crankwork stuff sometimes I'm like, man, I wish I could just go to one, not be involved. Yeah. But I think you'd be you'd miss it, being like a, a nobody. Oh, you know, not nobody, but just being a part of the event rather than yeah part of the event. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, I I love how yeah. social it is being like being involved in an event. Yeah. Like, well, I, I think, think it's I think it's cool being involved. But yeah, oh, we're, we're both quite fairly competitive when it comes to the racing though because like I wanted to take part and do well she did as well and, yeah. but then we're also like we're trying to run things as well I find, I find it quite stressful sometimes yeah with so. with racing the track that's <laughs> actually quite I feel like I sometimes get the worst prep out of anyone because I'll try <laughs> even though and but naturally this yeah. is kind of like goes two ways because like, obviously building the track you naturally are looking at lines but at the same yeah. time I'll quite often I'll make a track that I know that I'm not going to do well on because I want the challenge and then I'll turn oh, up and yeah. I won't do very well <laughs> and I'm like yeah we should have gone down a different track <laughs> but I will I'll quite often I think um, Ant's track this year was the one I, I think a lot of people were quite that ride that track regularly were put off by the lines I chose to take down but that's because I pretty much taped off all the lines that I normally ride because I didn't that's a track I know pretty yeah, well I think you have to do down there and, it could be one line yeah you were quite fired up for that one you had to do well at I I was yeah I was actually quite nervous and I was quite happy with <laughs> actually how it went I still feel yeah could, could always do better I think I got maybe fourth in my category yeah, yeah which yeah. was kind of annoying to be off the podium again but um but yeah that was the one I was actually happiest with because I actually felt quite nervous I felt but I was only felt good on ants felt rubbish down bubba I, I wish we had split times at that one because I think I did well at the top rubbish at the bottom but <laughs> but yeah I think I. But I, I enjoy turning up to a track not knowing what to do and having to pick it apart. So yeah. that's the that's the aspect I actually don't like so much about doing the track is I like being I like having to discover a new track and trying to figure it out in a yeah. certain amount of time. Yeah. Yeah. But it definitely is a bit of an advantage, I think, whether I like it or not. Or if, <laughs> even if I try not to make it. I think well if you build a track I find you can ride it so much better. Oh yeah. You just, oh, know, yeah. You just know every bit of bit of it. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah, I try so hard but yeah, you just naturally you can't help yourself. Yeah. But it didn't stop me from getting beaten by a lot of kids. Grommied. we've got do you be follow the World Cup much anymore, Tom? Yeah, I watch them all. Yeah. 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 What do you what do you reckon going into Fort William? Who's your guys' picks? 
Have you got have you got a pink black fantasy team? No. No, you're not that. You will pain. I do, yeah, yeah. But I just always just do absolute rubbish. Emery seems to be back, doesn't he? He's an absolute maniac, yeah. He seems if he doesn't crash, like it's pretty scary watching him ride if he crashes. Yeah. Not very nice, but when he's on it. I'm gonna pick him. Can't be can't be beat, can he? Like Leger, like two years ago. And he won Fort William as well. Yeah. Years ago. He's always the Him and Menard. Yeah, so you're going for Minar as well. Yeah. <laughs> what about you? I don't know, there's heaps in there. Mm, I said Laurie, but I think that's also because I want to see him yeah. him win. There's Reese Wilson too, surely. He's oh, yeah. yeah, he's got to be a favourite. Yeah, no, Daniel <laughs> Racing's awesome to watch, hey? It's like, even though it's you know, such a simple format, and yeah. the fastest person down, it's, yeah, it's always good. I think it's, getting, it's definitely getting to that. It always quite often gets compared to the F1 of the sport, but I feel with the times now coming down. Yeah. Totally it's definitely getting closer and closer to that that yeah. pinnacle I think and that you know have you watched Drive to Survive yeah yeah. No, and good. when they're driving the cars and that and they're going at 200 miles an hour around the corner and they're just saying how the car's undrivable yeah <laughs> yeah like, and then he comes in like a hundredth of a second off the guy who said this car's awesome yeah and I feel like Downhill's almost the same when somebody's picking the bike apart and they're like yeah well it's you See what you just went down? Your bike's yeah. mint. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think that's down to the rider, isn't it? But it's um Yeah, it is such a wild now. It's getting okay. a, little, a little bit scary watching some of the runs, eh? Like Greenland and Amory. <laughs> just like absolutely wild. Mm. But again, even like Sam Hill, Vald's Hall and there's always been runs that have been pretty crazy. Yeah. Uh, what's the Aaron Gwynn? Wait. He's somebody I'd quite like to see. Make oh, I'd like, love to see him come back. Hey, I think he's still. He's... I think he was at the top of the game, and the game did move up a bit. Yeah, I think with um, Bruni and like, um, who's the wee French guy? Boris. Yeah. yeah, yeah, those guys just got. I think they actually went faster, and he kind of stayed the same. But mm. it'd be good to see him. But I think injuries and yeah. Yeah. yeah, injuries, and he's probably not too young, is he anymore? Oh, he's still probably younger than Greg Minard. True. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think one of the wildest yeah. runs I've seen uh, recently is uh, is Jai actually at the second Jai, round of the uh, Ridemore series. Yeah, probably. Uh, Funny, but yeah, <laughs> like I did not know he was that fast. He was absolutely he's quite, like, he's quite reckless. Yeah, yeah. He, I was like, yeah, I can believe. I was quite impressed. Just bouncing his way, just hanging on. Yeah, I saw the videos after coming through. Absolutely, the... like just insane. And he does like a good ciggy after a race as well, which is awesome to see. Uh, I might have one at the top. I think yeah, bring back the cigarette sponsors and <laughs> in racing, yeah. clearly sports enhancing. Yeah, it's yeah. <laughs> pretty classic photo of him with his top off. And was that the last race? Yeah, in the last World race. Champs. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, it wasn't World Champs. It was the Hobbit oh, the race. Hobbit one, yeah. 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 Took his top off. Got a bit jiggly down the track. <laughs> that was great. Like I just thought he was, Jai was just a, a hooker. Like no, nah, he used to race it, I think, a lot in Aussie. Yeah, that's then, um, pretty cool. Yeah, I think anyone who's a good bike rider is a good bike rider. Yeah, like, just yeah. whatever they focus on. Yeah, yeah. It's like people always talk about like Reader and Seminar. If you could watch them, if they'd race downhill, 
how well they go. Hey, yeah, yeah I would like to see Reader train for a you know a full winter. Reader came and raced the chainless McNeely's oh, Magaza yeah. race a few years ago. I remember that. What did he, you get? Third or fourth? No, he won it. No, he was. He won it and never in the track. On no, no, he, no, he, he was didn't. second or something. Oh, didn't yeah, Couscous won. won or something. Couscous won, yeah. But Couscous was like, Couscous like wiped the floor of his, but he was full liker and he's just fast anyway. But Brett was on his downhill bike. Yeah, first run. Track. Yeah, yeah, fourth place. Straight up. Yeah, yeah. Or maybe faster. That's yeah. embarrassing. <laughs> which which says a lot about how good those yeah those freestyle guys are when it comes to like downhill and technical riding. Yeah, yeah that was impressive. Yeah. <laughs> now they can all ride a bike. Yeah, so I think that's it. This is the next level, isn't it? Oh, uh, we'll probably rattled on it for a bit, so we'll probably just wrap her up. But we always um, I don't know. How do we sign out? You um. So what are you up next? You say you're off to Cairns? Cairns, yeah. We're building, actually, we're building an extension on the Zoot track at the moment. And Zoot, what's it? What's it's going, the name of that one? Uh, yeah. I don't know yet. There, there was a couple of suggestions, but still, yeah. still, still waiting on the name. But now we're just, yeah, so that climbs a bit. Right before it drops down to the bottom of Zoot, it climbs up a bit and then goes down. Yeah. You know, another K and a half, so that'd be cool. So you've still got plenty of, um, even though you've, Got the Queenstown network this far. There's still plenty of network to, oh, yeah. to add to few, it. There's still a few key key plans to go in. Be nice to get something from Kelly's bench over to towards Seven Mile High. Yes, uh, absolutely. Whole hill, yeah. But it's just yeah. I've had a look in there. We have a private land issue. Mm. It's uh, hopefully gonna get sorted one day. But. Have you heard of any like little projects? Because that money that we've got from the series this year, I'd like really like it to go towards a trail. Oh yeah. So like yeah. like just that that lump sum goes towards building like hand built a bit of single track I mean it probably won't get that much but like maybe there's a connector he's doing yeah that no, about, yeah, that's, so that's actually yeah, awesome idea because right? um, yeah yeah rather than it just disappearing into the void it's like yeah no I don't know I think that yeah obviously there's been a bit of money pumped in the last few years but I think that's slowing down a bit now so yeah it's definitely um, everything helps eh? mm. So there's, yeah, yeah. There's, a, there's a lot yeah, the club has a lot of plans of trails but it's just a lot of it's the permission and access and stuff is yeah. what yeah. slows it down private land or council seem to be a bit slow at the moment and docker always dock so. <laughs> yeah yeah so but there is there is plans it's just um, yeah money like that because obviously the funding that's been going on the last few years isn't going to last forever so. mm. yeah and yeah. no and it should be businesses like Skyline stepping up and getting more out there I think yeah that's cool yeah yeah but no it's yeah, it's a good time to be a mountain biking in Queenstown, I think. And Absolutely. Yeah, a lot of, a lot of stuff happening, but we're still, I think we're still a way off other places, so plenty of, plenty of trails to build. Mm. And then, yeah, Willie mm. from the Trails Trails, he's onto it too. He's, like, got his cross-country plans. And, it's important yeah. to just do us, though, as well. Not, we don't have to try and live up to anywhere else. It's like no, just no. Queenstown, yeah. do Queenstown. Yeah. You know what I mean? So. Yeah, but, like yeah, there, but there's definitely yeah, a few links that need to go in that. Yeah, we'll just like make the whole network. Yeah, better. Queenstown yeah. is the Queenstown of the Southern Hemisphere. <laughs> yeah, Queenstown of Otago. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I hate that competitive thing. Hey, when people say that yeah. trails are the best, no, the best. They're all different. Yeah, all no. compare here to Moab or something. Yeah, it's completely different. Yeah. One of the best. Um, did you guys ever meet Tristan Tunsil? He used to, I think he's friends with uh, Tim Church, but he used to be the manager of the Steve Syndicate team. Oh, that's. Right. And he once had a. I, I saw some somebody asked him what his favorite trail he was he's ever rode was and his answer was I don't know I've never built it yet oh, yeah. which I thought was a pretty good uh, 
Pretty good answer. <laughs> yeah, you can never have a favourite trail. I always think yeah. of like top three, but it's not it's not usually a top three trail, it's a top three ride, I think, like how yeah. the ride was. Yeah, yeah mm. who you're worth and then, yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah. So. You could have your top three ride on a crappy trail, but just the, the ride was amazing, yeah. 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 <laughs> and then so you hang moving forward, we've got uh what's next? We're stepping up the, the series next year, you're training for masters. <laughs> um I don't know. Usually, we'll talk about it two days before the first one. Probably. He's training, yeah. He's training for expert. Yeah, yeah. He's gonna get come back class. down. He's gonna get out of my class. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm not sure. Um, I mean, it's it's just is what it is. But there's always little things we do to change it every year. Just, yeah. Um, the Vertigo Syndicate coming out soon. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. I just like. I think, like with our with with our series, it's. I think with a lot of stuff that I do, actually, it's like, I don't really look at what other people do or what other people expect. It's just like, I mean, I don't actually know what other race series do in terms of, you know, you know, disorganising and things like that. I think we just do what we do and if it's, we try and make it as good as we can, really. And I think it's just keep progressing that. Like I say, I just, I feel like that's the same with, you know, with Virgo as well. I never really care what anyone else is doing. It's just, just do the best job you can and do what makes you happy. So the same with the with this with the race series. It's probably like I don't. I mean, everyone seems to love it, but maybe from maybe it looks a bit. I don't know what's the word. Um, unconventional at times with how we do it, but yeah, no, I think it keeps it. It's a good model. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it just keeps it fun, and doesn't it? It's like I'm sure some of the bigger races would, could wish they could be unconventional <laughs> too. Yeah, I don't. You know what I mean? Though? It's just like yeah. it's just um. Absolutely. Yeah. Self seeding. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, the riders almost know what to do now. You don't even have to tell them. No, it's they like five years of training them. They're yeah. almost there. Well, these enduro <laughs> races you, you help with are amazing. You don't even have to have anyone at the start. You just turn up and go. Yeah, I mean, that's the timing system. That yeah, that's, got, that was a massive step, hey, because they'll probably mm. all stop watching. Yeah, because we used to have um, Amy, now, Amy Bala, Hells, Injury, and Amy Friedman were the timing. That was the timing team for about four or five years. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, just with stopwatches, so they, yeah, they were key They're to that initial, initial part of the, the downhill series and scene here. Um, yeah, and I think I think there was a bit of a there was a bit of a gap, and then that's when we kind of stepped in and took it on, because I think yeah, everyone everyone has their kind of mm. time doing stuff, so we, were, yeah, I think we well, kind of I was, saw that gap. And when yeah, it was around that time like, I wanted to race World Cup, so it was a bit selfish for me. It was just a way for I could keep training for racing, <laughs> and I wanted to keep racing else, as well yeah. for sure. Yeah. So it was the only way there would be a race series. Yeah, it was if I organised one. So that's how I, me and you got together. <laughs> yeah, because I like I've, I've never, I don't think I've, it's been a year of my life since I was about eighteen where I've not raced. So it's like I just wanted to keep it, keep it going, and yeah, and it's pretty rewarding now seeing all the kids coming through. Mm. Which is, and I think it's really important to have these races now for them. Um, and then that actually that camp that Eddie and that did was pretty awesome this year too. Yeah. Like a few weeks ago. Um, actually, I actually put what you said about the, having the tracks, so like the kids don't know and they've got to try and learn them quickly. Eddie was saying that like one of his things is that you need to be able to basically be at race pace after five runs. Yeah. That's what he was telling them at that camp. Which I thought was quite interesting. So you have to be at a World Cup pace in five runs. That's about as much time as you've got. Yeah, at Jesus. These events, yeah, so. Be, yeah. So yeah. Um, I think I get slower at run five. <laughs> I think yeah, I start I think about as fast as I'm going to go. Run, I think that's my peak. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, so I think like it'd be really cool to see where that goes. I think that's like the next evolution of everything, and 
like his uh, having those kind of performance camps yeah. down here with those guys. So it was a bit. I think it was a bit of a kind of see how it goes this year, um, and then building it for the next few years. But yeah, yeah. quite excited to hopefully help out with that. Absolutely cool. Yeah. Well. Um, but yeah. What about you? Do you see it? What do you see? How do you see it all going in the next few years? Uh, I, uh, I'm rubbish at saying look looking at the future I, like I just live for now for the moment. <laughs> anything you'd like to do different uh, if there's anything I could do different um, get someone else to organise it <laughs> get someone else to organise it right rig the results <laughs> yeah. yeah make sure my name's at I'm the top all the time bride, yeah. uh, uh, no honestly I think um, no I got, I got no plans I think this place has changed me more than anything else has and I think it's also, those guys that keep coming from overseas that are, yeah, frothing yeah, and changing it, and looking forward to seeing who comes. Uh, and that's and that's what makes it so good, really. Uh, that's what I want. To, I want to make the walk to the world champs at UCI affiliated race where you can get UCI points. Oh, oh, oh there you go. Yeah, that's a good aim. Go. That'd be cool. Then we go back. <laughs> That'd be cool. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, no idea what that involves. So yeah, like, and then we can limit entries for that one, so I can get my on points. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you've got, we've got to like work the system, Jimmy. That'd be cool. That'd be cool. Having a little system, you can get the grommies to mm. get the UCI points. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, it's probably you probably have a lot of prize money and stuff like that. But no, no way. Vertigo vouchers and a free trail dig day with Tom. Yeah. Well. I guess like just to say thanks to all the people that helped out as well this year. There's loads of marshals. Uh, Matty Barton has always been he's been at every round this year. He's the number one marshal. Mm. Um, and yeah, obviously Nomus is always there every race helping out um, on the start line. Yeah. And yeah. Big shout out to Nomus. She's yeah, there yeah. from start to finish. Yeah. Yeah. A little trooper. Yeah. Um, yeah. Couldn't do it without. Without her help, for sure. Even though she thinks she doesn't do anything, just having some more like more people there just has just helps with like de-stressing the day. Really, yeah. Like, having more people, the better. So that's great. Um, and then Perrin as well, obviously the first aid, mm. and then all you boys for the tracks. It's brilliant. So and yeah, and thanks to all the boys at the shop as well because they get. I think the race weekends are quite. I know they are quite stressful in the shop because like there's lots of people going in for last minute fixes. So yeah, um, I've had to go down there twice in the last two races to fix like punctures and stuff before my race run. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, then that's great. And they because they like to race. Like a couple of the boys all race as well. Like Tim does it, and Rob and Casey. So um, we sort of juggle it a bit to make sure they can they can do it <laughs> without getting too stressed in there. But yeah. Um, yeah, if it wasn't for them being so understanding and helping out on those weekends, like it probably wouldn't. Yeah, it would actually make things a bit harder. So, mm. yeah, thanks to those boys because they're, yeah, brilliant. So, but yeah, that's about it. We're good. <laughs> All right then. Thanks, fellas. Thanks we'll do it again sometime. Thanks for having us. Good yarn. <laughs>